Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Hey, motherfuckers! What's up? Hello. How's it going? What's up? We're back after a two-week absence. We're back. Mm-hmm. How's it going? I am Jamie, uh, and uh, to my left is Maximo, who yes. is uh, an autistic Asian. Yes. And to my right is Shallon. Shallon is back. Yeah. Hi, guys. Shallon. Shallon's back and feeling better. I feel good. Yeah. And very sober. Very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very, very. I think this is the most sober you've ever been. Yeah, it actually is. That's, Does that that's water accurate. cup that you're drinking have any liquor in it? No. 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 It's not liquored up water. No, it's just water. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're back after two weeks. Um, we're doing good. Uh, how are you doing, Maximo? How's life been? It's been like mundane, but. Uh... But, but mundane? What? Mundane? What yeah, it's been mundane as like all days. <laughs> that sounds very depressive. Yeah. How about you, Shalyn? How's your how's your recovery from the the semi breakup that you had? Did you feel feel feel, feel breakup? Good. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're over that? Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. Fuck it. Yeah, I have yeah. a sense of myself, so like uh-huh. I, I don't need I don't need him. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, we had a comedy showcase last week. Was it last week or was it two weeks ago? I think it was... That was uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Um, How'd it go, guys? It went well. You, you couldn't have come because you were working. No, I was working, right? yeah. But, uh, I wanted to go, though. It was fun, man. I think we should talk about comedy because we have, we, we, we're, 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 we're called the Open Micro Comedy Podcast, but we rarely ever talk about comedy. Okay, you well, know? tell me about the... Tell me details about this show, showcase. It, it was one of the better... Like, Usually I'm fucking nervous, right? But this time I wasn't as nervous. Like I, I was kind, I was still nervous, but like not as much, you know. So like I kind of feel that going down. And then like w- once I got on the mic, like I felt completely comfortable, you know. Like I, I didn't feel any kind of nerves at all. Like once once I was on the mic, I got my first laugh. I was just good. And like I felt I felt myself kind of riffing while I was doing my bits. And at no point during the bits was I like because sometimes in the middle of my bits I'm like. Fuck, man, I don't remember what's going to happen next. Fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember, you know? Like, I stressed out about, about that. But uh, this time around, I was just like, oh, I, I could go this way, the way that I practice it, or I could just kind of riff a little bit, you know? Okay. So I, I felt, like, completely relaxed. I felt, I felt like, yeah, I felt, I felt so really good riff, about this riffed? one. Did you riff? Yeah, I, I riffed several, at several points. Nice. You know, like, uh, went different directions and stuff. And, um, yeah, I felt really good. Felt awesome. really good. Yeah, yeah awesome. maybe maybe there's something to that where I mean a lot of people like just wrote memorize their set and that's yeah I think that's the worst way to go but it sounds like you did something where um, you prepared in a way that you gave you gave yourself options would you say that yeah absolutely yeah uh, you give yourself like I mean basically you you do the bit you've done I mean and you've done the bit like numerous times right. So once you do it to the point where you just completely have it, you know, you can kind of decide on a whim, just kind of call an audible and take it somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I felt like I, f- I felt really comfortable doing that, you know? And I think comfort, comfort at this point, like at the beginning stages of comedy is just one of the more important things, just being comfortable on stage and just being relaxed enough to like where you're not like, you know, just kind of fucking dying with fear it's, it's such a fearful thing right you know you're showing confidence and then when you're showing confidence the audience has confidence and it just goes better right yeah and there was moments where like i was just taking it in like i was just laughing you know mm-hmm. like i was la- uh, i said something and i i felt the that, that it was funny so i would just laugh with it 
right? And okay. then the audience kind of responded to me laughing. So they would laugh more as I laughed, <laughs> you know? And that felt kind of, that feels really good, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that, feels, that sounds like it would feel good. Yeah, I would enjoy it feels that. awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, a lot of where, like, this, this fear probably stems from is, like, um, like, who's the stranger, you know? Like, you can you can play to um, a place where you know you you already know a lot of people and you can you can nail it because like there's there there are really no strangers there, uh-huh. um, and, and even in like a venue like like Jerry's class, right? Like they're like friends of friends in a way, so they're not like they're not against they're you, not right? total strangers, but it's always like. Uh, like a true open mic, that's the toughest uh, thing to do a set. I find it the opposite. I find it easier when I don't know anybody. When I do know people, it's harder for me. Yeah, I get that a lot too. Like when I invite people to showcases and stuff, mm -hmm. like I, I get way more nervous. You know, if I don't invite anybody and it's just like people I don't know, yeah, I fine. feel com I feel a hundred percent more comfortable because like I'm not trying to, you know, because this person is gonna bring that back up you know it's gonna be part of our right, history they're gonna, now they're gonna, you know? they're gonna critique you yeah no what. It, it also depends on like your history with the person you invited because well, yeah, I, I, I feel like you know if you you invite friends that you know for a factor like you know that are total um deviants you, you'll have no problem but if define, you invite define, define they, they they can do they can tolerate like a, a baby rape joke or or something really controversial okay so you want to invite the deviants then yeah yeah but you know you have a lot of friends that you really don't know about like uh and you don't you've never really tested uh your limits with what kind of humor they can tolerate or like and it's so new for uh friends that have never seen you do stand-up to, to watch you stand-up that's there's like a, a lot of mystery as far as like what that brings to the table yeah so there so. yeah right. there's a lot to fear and I, yeah i can relate to that and, do you do you um, invite people to your shows like not anymore uh, yeah nope. you, you used to right i used to yeah what, what stopped you i i bombed actually <laughs> yeah that's bombed? what oh no yeah what happened why did you, why did you feel like you bombed um, it was just a bad show. Um, like the, I mean, it's it's really important that the hostess like at least um, stages the guests in good seats. So what what you had was like um, like people just sitting like all over the place. So they're oh, not. Oh, so it wasn't like the, it was concentrated. In one look, it was like people to the left, people to the right. Nobody. Yeah, in the middle, I, I right? would. I was totally new to that kind of staging because, uh -huh. like, I okay. did not know where to direct my attention. Um, where did you end up directing it? Uh, just I, you know, a little bit of everywhere. Okay. Uh, but you know, um, and that's tough because you're always turning your head and shit. You know, like yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, you're sense. looking, for, you know, mm -hmm. for the people who laughed, but you sometimes you can't tell uh and plus everybody was bombing like fucking hard and because they sucked as comedians yeah or they they're, just they're, sucked yeah they're just, um, it was a bad it was a badly it was a show. bad time a bad day a bad comedians um it was just bad. Um, yeah, I think when you're booking a show, you have to have like a strong comedian that you know is going to bring it, and then like well, two yeah, the other MC. ones. What was, what was the 
Yeah, two other ones that you don't really quite know are going to bring it. And then, like, one that you know is going to bring it. You know what I mean? So you're going to stagger, like, your new people with, like, the strong people, you know? What was, the open, yeah, what was the open mic you were doing? No, this isn't an open mic. This oh. is, like, a show. A show. Um, okay, what, what show was this? The Flapper Show, like, the thirst, Thirsty Thursday Show. Uh, was it a big crowd? No, it was a tiny-ass crowd. Oh, okay, uh, well, that helps me now. I can... I can, it's, it was at the main room? Yeah, in the main room. Okay, I've done that. Yeah, that it is, it's really long. It's a it's a not a great room cuz uh No, it's a long it's a long deep kind of room. Yeah, it yeah. Side. Yeah, and it, and it's like dark uh stark lighting, dark lighting as far as like the comedian seeing um who's in the audience. Um But that's always like that though. Like you, you can only basically yeah. see the front row, right? Yeah. yeah, I got good news. Have you ever bombed, Shallon? I ever? have. How did uh, what, have you bombed at an open? Because I feel like bombing at an open mic doesn't really count as bombing, right? Because nobody's really listening, nobody cares. There's maybe like three people in the audience, you know. You know, I the only time I've really have you bombed the show, like you ever no, bombed no, the show? No, I've never bombed the show. But okay. I when I was taking Jerry Corley's class that last time, I was I felt like I was bombing every time I'd go on stage, and it really yeah, but you get that it's a class, so I you know, kind of that's that know, was like it's a different context, right? It is, but I felt like I was bombing. That would be the same, only thing I could uh, relate it to. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But right. I've been writing a new set. Oh yeah, you're gonna go back into comedy. I mean, uh, yeah, a few episodes ago, you you said you uh, are gonna take a break from comedy, right? Yeah, but now I, I have a I, a new premise hit me. Like well, I, yeah. What's, what's it, the premise? Test it it's out. It's just it's just a it's a base. Oh no, I don't even want to test it out right now. Just just uh, give me the basics. Give me the basics of the premise. Maybe we um, can riff something. No, I don't know. It, it starts. Come on. I'll give Come you one. On. I'll give you one. You give me one. <laughs> Just give me one. I'll give you one. It opens up with like, at this point, my cat's gonna get married before I will. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go and I and I say, well, my uh, my uh, therapist Carlos says I should tell you what I'm thinking, so that's why I mentioned that and. And then I just go into what my thoughts and how I came to that decision. And that I your go, cat's going to get married? That I, yeah, oh. and I, I talk about like how I, I came to that decision as I was sitting in a 12-step group looking mm. at this guy across from me, like petting his dog. And I was like, the only thing I can really love is my cat. And I'm like, I guess I'm not as healthy as I, I thought I was. That's all I could love. And then I just go into this whole, this whole thing. Like, I'm just not worked out. Mm. And then after I listen to it back, because I, what I do is I record. Yeah, that's so. That's always important. I record to, my to record thoughts, your shit. And then I listen to it back, and I, and I decide what's good and what's bad. Mm. But it's like you don't want to take it into, too of a sad place. <laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't want the audience feeling like pity for you. Like there's there's been times where like I did something and the audience went oh. <laughs> yeah, they you know, know. And, like you that's the to, last thing you didn't want. You have to right? acknowledge it's like okay, you guys, you can laugh at with it and then hug me later. It's fine. <laughs> no, but the the first line, the opening line is like at this point. Um, my cat's gonna get married before I am. That's a funny line. It is, right? and then so it that starts you off at a laugh, right? Right, right. It does, and then I, I bring him into my uh, my therapist, Carlos, which gives me the right to like start telling like the crazy things that are going on in my head, uh-huh. and then I just go into that, and it and it's it works. I don't know. It's not worked out yet, but I'm just excited. Yeah, cool. I guess the point of telling this is like I'm feeling inspired awesome. to do comedy again. Yeah, so. well, you should because you're on a fucking uh, podcast. Yeah, open micro comedy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so if you're not doing comedy, it's kind of like what the fuck, Shallon? Well, that was doing? my point, but I'm like, okay, well, we're just gonna keep doing this. <laughs> um, here's my bit. My bit is like, um, like uh, 
sometimes you feel bad for yourself because you're like the worst person at doing something you know like mm-hmm. like when i go to the gym i feel like i'm the the least buff guy right mm-hmm. uh, so i have to like create subcategories i have to be like oh you know i may be the least buff guy here but i'm the buffest asian here <laughs> you know like there's there's only two asians and i'm buffer than that guy but then i go to like an asian gym and like everybody's buff and i'm like oh well i'm the buffest Asian guy over 5'10". <laughs> the categories, you know, just keep like, you just keep creating more and more niche categories wow. until you're the best one at that fucking category. <laughs> so you you need positivity to exercise. No, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah I, like- I mean, there's always comparisons going on. Like, yeah, I'm buffer than that guy. I'm buffer than that guy. Probably not that guy, you know. I like to like um, enrage myself before I... Um... <laughs> work out sometimes really yeah what i do is i i watch uh videos about like women's opinions on like short men and just stuff like that and i just go like are you fucking lying <clears throat> and so yeah and i'm just um so instead of protein powder and creatine you just watch videos of to of enrage girls. myself yeah yeah what does that do for you it, it just gives you the drill adrenaline to to just do that extra rep um yeah hmm. well it's good if you have some sort of motivation even if it's anger you're focusing that yeah. anger on something positive so that's I, good I, I don't do like rage exercise often but when i do it's uh, so you don't exercise very often uh, no i i mean like I, I mean i usually exercise in a class where like you can't really do that what but kind of class um, I go to a variety of different classes. Every you go to week. CrossFit every a couple every every now and then. Tell me about CrossFit. I was thinking about doing it. I think I've done it in the past. Oh, it's the one where there's a bunch of CrossFit. there's a bunch of obstacles, right? And you go to different no, stations. No, no, CrossFit is brutal. Like, oh. um, if you if there there is a base level of fitness. Um, I mean, it depends on the CrossFit gym. Uh, actually, uh, some are more brutal than others, but this. This one in particular is like the most like brutal CrossFit gym I've been to, um, and it really shows because like everybody there is like. But what is super CrossFit? Ripped. What are the exercises? Well, it, it's based on um, like um, military training in a way, where uh, it's a it's it's uh, just a huge smorgasbord of different things that focus on like the core and like. And just keeping a variety of things, so you you you're it's never like, settled. It's like making a game out of uh, weightlifting. So it's like let's do like twenty bench presses and then five deadlifts and twenty squats. Yeah, go. What, oh, what, that's okay, the worst what, game ever. It's fucking crazy. What is man. what it's usually okay? What it's usually like is they have a workout of the day inspired by like a dead uh, veteran, um, like like it's called. Bradley uh, Wad and like and then like uh, it's called Bradley Wad. Seems like something workout of the day. It's called Bradley Wad because it's been named after a guy that died fighting for this country. Uh, oh, I've never heard of Bradley Wad. I'm that's no, no. Brad Wad is workout of the day. The workout is just called Bradley, and it's like this set thing where it's like, 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 um, like the standard male weight should be like fifty pounds and. What we're gonna do today is like uh, do sixty kettlebell swings and like okay, so then it's just run a it's mile just ridiculous. and then like 
do a hundred box just stupid. jumps. That's just stupid. That's just something like stupidness. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it's it's never more than an hour at least, but um, yeah, no. But yeah, it's it's pretty brutal because like like even even when you're like on the floor like in pain, they're like, "Come on, man, get up, get up, you can do it!" And, like <laughs> they're just yelling at you to like keep just going. keep on going, even when you're. And in isn't total it like pain. there's no air conditioning, so it's like hot? No, no, that's no, not that's, true. That's there's yoga. That's there's yoga. air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been I was at one once where, now that you've described it, it definitely was CrossFit, that I had no air conditioning, and it was so hot. And they made us run outside and this, like just run like a mile, and it was like terrible. Yeah. Running is terrible. I, I feel like more and more exercise is just like torture, you know, like different ways to just make you feel pain and like they, they just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All of these uh, like weight, uh, the, the trainers, you know, they just, they're just figuring out ways to hurt you. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like hot yoga is just, it's just that feels just torturous, man. Like 90 yeah, but minutes. you know what's good about them is it pushes you. Like on my own, I'm not doing that. But then after, yeah, but you don't need to do that. If you've been on your couch for like a month, the last thing you need to do <laughs> is be in fucking like a hundred degree like a room <laughs> doing stretches for ninety minutes. Like you don't need that. That's gonna fuck you up more than it's gonna help you. Yeah, you that's know? true. You don't need to be doing like 20 deadlifts. And then you don't want to do it again because it was so horrible. Yeah, exactly. You just need to walk to the mailbox a couple of times. <laughs> well, no, like no, 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 no. Build let, up. Let me, let me, build up to that, you know? Let me, let me, let me, let me cut into this. Cause, yeah, cut uh, cause into actually, it. Cut into it. actually, I, I, I started CrossFit like cold turkey as like a total couch potato for like all my life. And I, and I think it really did change my life. Cause, uh, really? Cause, wow. you know, I mean, I mean, like, I, I used to be like uh like anorexically thin uh-huh. like um and uh and yeah 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 and and yeah and the first day like just the trial like this is just the trial and it, like I was just on the floor almost dying and, <laughs> well, that was and, like, Jamie's point and the, and the guy you don't yeah, have no, to no, no, it doesn't no, no, have no. to be like that what a build. The, yeah what the, a build. the guy thought like I would never enter like there ever again but no i i I came back and i persisted and like and this was during a period of time when like i did crossfit like two or three times a week and so um and 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 bear in mind this particular crossfit gym is like a lot more sane than this other one i'm talking about that's like (laughs) that has like the super ripped people and like they're, they're trying to kill you but but this, this one is like um it's a pretty it's it's crazy as any crossfit but you know it's super positive and like and you it, it allows you to to truly get your shit together you know okay yeah because there's so many so much bullshit as far as like nutrition advice and like and exercise advice but you know when it comes to exercise you really have to be like on the floor well um, me and exercise i have bad knees so i don't want to put like so much pressure on my knees yeah yeah that's you know and i think crossfit isn't perfect either like you know they're putting so much stress in your body like yeah, long term can't be good for you doing yeah. those like really difficult movements that can like really fuck up your back yeah yeah it's not a kid anymore man it's overkill you know i don't think you I gotta be gentle it. with my body i mean yeah. i want to i want to do cardio and i want to be but mm. i want to do it like i want to be gentle like I, tai chi i've been trying to get into oh yeah that sounds fun that's fun yeah mm-hmm. 
Uh, so yeah, after the, uh, the after the comedy showcase, there's this guy named Silvio in our class, right? Maybe I should have mentioned him by name. <laughs> but, <who cares? laughs> but he's like a Romanian guy, you know. And then he, uh, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, Jamie, I want to give you advice. You know, when I first see you, I think to myself, he's a really smart guy. Uh. <laughs> I just want you to know that. <laughs> and I'm like that. You're just I'm just fucking you just saw that I'm Asian. You know, like, yeah, that happens just, to me, too. So, like, <laughs> that happens to me, too. Yeah, everybody's like, I just feel for some reason that you're really smart, you know? Like, something about you just makes you feel really fuck. smart. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You just see that I'm Asian. Fucking asshole. <laughs> you know? God damn it. It is, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I get that, too. I, no, I know what you're talking there's about. There's nothing that I exude that says intelligence or anything in particular, right? It's, it's just, never happened it's just to me. It's my fucking glasses and my slanted eyes. It's never yeah. happened to me. You have a f- smart sounding voice too. It, it, you have it's it's it reeks of intelligence. Does it? It's not just the Asian voice. Yeah, because you articulate all your words hmm. and. Uh, well, maybe he's right to some degree. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Silvio. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear to God, like even even in like my most like hipster days in in like living in Brooklyn, you know, wearing like skinny jeans and like you know uh, all the all the hipster uh, uh, accoutrements. Right, like, you know, like, every, like when you when you talk to a girl or when you're at a party and like you know you always do that guessing game like what do you do? Oh, uh, you take a guess. What do you think I do? Right? Yeah, blah. People would always guess like, oh, let me see. You're in finance, right? Or you're an accountant, or you're an engineer. You know? <laughs> like mm-hmm. they would always guess like the most Asian jobs, right? Like it could be in like a full clown suit, you know? With, like, do you ever a- go? No, I'm a prostitute. <laughs> just, just her face. <laughs> no. I would say ass model of often. Ass model, that's yeah. a good one too. That's a fun one, right? And then they, they you know, you can sh- show them your ass or have them grab your ass, right? Uh, it's a good line. Yeah, that is a good one. Though. I recommend that. Anytime line. you can like talk about your ass, and work it into conversation, that's good. All right, guys, we got we got to talk about the Olive Garden. So uh, I was getting smoothies for you guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and right next to the smoothie place, there was an Olive Garden, and the Olive Garden was fucking packed. As all Olive Gardens yeah, are. Yeah, Olive Gardens are packed. Yes, yeah. are. You should, you should see packed. one in Valentine's Day. Oh, Jesus my gosh. Christ. Yeah. That must be the worst. Buka Valentine's Day is the worst. <laughs> this stupid heart-shaped lasagna. And the, yeah, heart-shaped lasagna? Yeah, I, on, I kinda, on Valentine's Day. That sounds, sounds disgusting. It's terrible. And, like, these guys take their girls out, and it's the only time they ever go out the entire year, and they get them the, the stupid lasagna, and then they don't tip. And they're like, look, I need to call also my um. And then they go home and... Probably give but, but, their, but, uh, their I, yearly I, sex. I don't know. I don't know anybody who fucking like actually enjoys the food at Olive Garden. But 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 nonetheless, they're packed everywhere. You know, from from here all the way to New York, every Olive Garden. Yeah, I can't tell you one good thing packed. that I. I mean, they have the breadsticks, but they're it's not disgust- that good. It's dis- they're the, not that good. The soup and the salad is okay, right? It's pretty good. The, the Zuppa Toscana is pretty good, but all the food is just awful. It's just awful, awful food. And I figured out what it is, right? They cater to the tastes of Mexicans. Mexicans? Yeah. Really? When you look at an Olive Garden, it's full of Mexicans. Everybody there is Mexican. <laughs> Seriously? You sure, you sure it was just not that particular Olive Garden? It was in NoHo. I mean, is NoHo like a very Mexican yes. location? Is it? Yes. What, where was this? It was in. Uh, it, it was on the way here off the five. So I, I would assume no, somewhere Burbank. Burbank or NoHo. Yeah, that's Burbank. I don't think Burbank is especially no, Mexican. Not, 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 you know? No. And all the, me- all, the, all the Olive Gardens around my neighborhood, they're all like... You know, very, very Mexican dominant. You know, like I have, uh, I have like twelve Mexican employees. All of them love the fucking Olive Garden. You know, like well, the they fucking trip out when like 
you know, I take them to dinner and it's like, oh, we're going to Olive Garden. Yay. Well, you know, what it is. It's the, I have a lot of Mexicans that come into the buka and it's the same uh-huh. area. And it's the, it's the free bread. That brings them in. <laughs> oh my god! We're getting I'm not, fucking I'm racist. Not, I'm not even like joking. That's like the if you think about what's the same, it's the bread, the free bread. Yeah. You think it's the free bread? <laughs> yes. I don't think so, man. I think so. Do you work at yeah, these places? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, really? We got a, Yelp, a bad Yelp review the other day because somebody felt like they didn't get enough free bread. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> it's all about the good deal, man. Like uh, it's, it's all about like <laughs> s- getting stuffed, you know. Did you serve these people their bread? Yes. I mean, you, you, that, the, that was your customer. It's just, no, no, no! I didn't do that one. I I give my customers all the bread they they want. Uh, here's some here's some bread, and then I'm gonna put some underneath your table just in case you want some more. Oh yeah, <laughs> just in case. Even you if run I give them bread. like all their their pastas, like they'll be just like a whole big cardio, like just smorgasbord, and they'll just be like, um, can you give me some more bread? <laughs> yeah, bread bread of abundance. Uh. But this area, my point is this area. Mm. Like, there's a lot of Mexican families that come. So it could be just area. I don't know if that's necessarily. We'd have, so to, somebody, we'd have to go into another area. Yeah, somebody needs to confirm this. But yeah. like every time I go to a. It's a nice theory, I'll, though. It's a nice hypothesis. I mean, like, <laughs> because Mexican people in general, um, they, they have a very particular, like, like taste, you know? Like, they, they just like a certain taste, right? They like spicy. Yeah, I, I don't know what it well, is. It's but not necessarily spicy, but they, they like carby foods. Well, yeah, but they like it. And they like it spicy. Like, they really yeah. like the red pepper, and they're always asking for, like, the hot sauce. Yeah, mm-hmm. they lo- they love fettuccine alfredo. Yeah, they that do makes sense. with yeah. chicken and shrimp. Yeah, and and that fettuccine alfredo at Olive Garden is just a piece of shit, man. It's That's like one of the too. worst. It's terrible at Buka too. Oh god! But I think they know what they're doing. They're just catering to their audience. You know, we do. I mean, they're a... completely fucking full all the time. They're catering to the Hispanic audience. If, if you get garlic alfredo, that's mm-hmm. really good. Hmm. It's it's like Chinese food for white people. You know. Like yeah. that's it's fucking awful, right? But the, the Chinese people know what they're doing. Like all Asian people make fun of that kind of food. It's like this is shit. This is shit greasy food, right? But mm-hmm. white people love that shit. Yeah. You know? Like Pan Express. Like I like, love like Taco you Bell. said, it's it's mostly like a, a Mexican audience that likes the Panda Express, right? I don't know. White people love Panda Express. I don't white like people Panda love Express. really. Really? No, I don't like it. Hmm. Do you like, like actual Chinese food? Because actual Chinese food is delicious. I do, but I love sweet and sour chicken. Yeah. It's my favorite. Hmm. Okay, what what about like Olive Garden on Valentine's I've Day? I've never been there. Do you feel like I would feel sorry? Because like, this. like <laughs> well, I, I, I actually took like, um, I took a chick on a, on a date or tried to. To Olive Garden? <laughs> like ironically on, on Olive Garden. Did she know Garden. it was ironically? Yeah, on... But the, the, yeah, she was really into it because um, she seemed like she had a lot of irony, and uh, <laughs> and like I was like, I, I'm gonna take you to the Olive Garden on on Valentine's Day. She and Jesus, like, and she was like, Yeah, Jesus. Mexico, so, uh, take me to the Olive Garden. I, <laughs> did you? Did you? Give you a single red rose. Oh, did God. you wait for like two hours? And I, and I wrote a poem called Breadsticks of Love. Oh, that's why you wrote this poem. Do you remember this poem? No, I don't. I wrote it somewhere. And what, was the, what was the catch? Away. What was the catchphrase? Of it? There is nothing to that poem. I, I put no effort into it. It's just oh. called that. And How young or old were you when you took this girl to the Olive Garden uh, for, on I Valentine's Day? I was 30, Day? so it must uh. have been four years ago. Anyway, okay. like... Um, Anyway, like when we went there, like I, I was just so surprised at like 
like like there there was like 50 people in the wait list to get like a table yeah man it's crazy all of garden on valentine's day so so obviously we had to jettison that plan uh, but oh so you couldn't actually do it huh yeah we couldn't do it um but but you know what's you know what's interesting about valentine's day uh is that like the way people like just spend on valentine's day like like 100 you know you'll see like the most thugged out dude spend like a hundred bucks on roses that's what i'm saying because yeah. it's the one time of the year that they're gonna get laid they feel yeah so they're like they're really like nothing happens the entire year but it's three they're, hours they're jerks and then like that day they it's three hours of waiting for the olive garden worth it you're just know. gonna get a food coma and you're, you're gonna you're gonna be no, so it's not stuffed, it's not it's really it. not no it's not worth yeah. it any, you, you any it's not worth it for five minutes really you don't need i don't need, <laughs> i wouldn't even want to kiss somebody after stuffing that much my bread tummy in full of pasta it's just not worth it you just want to take a nap and olive garden is fucking expensive man yeah it's not, it's, even, it's not cheap at all like a pasta plate is like an 18 dollar plate that's ridiculous you know fuck man fucking I, restaurants i've been I, there I, since high school actually but uh but they know what they're doing, man. Yeah, they they got their doing. they got okay. their shit so what else laid is, out. They're, what else is going on, guys? Uh, we got a gr- do you have a grievance, Maximo? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, okay, my grievance is kind of simple and common. Oh, wait, we got to introduce it. Where's your guitar, man? Did you put the guitar back? Oh, it's his hand. Maximo grievances. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, creepy. Uh, but just just like bland dating profiles, like. Like they'll they'll write nothing but live, love, relax. That's what I'm doing with my life. And like just what what am I supposed to go off on like about that? Like it, it, you're just you're making it extremely difficult because you. I'm sure you have a certain expectation as far as like what you want to hear in a message, but if if you inherently like put yourself in a position where you're just you're just complete there's just nothing special about you inherently like like why why even bother like it's just so you want them to say what it is that they are looking for you know so you have something to work off of just describe yourself to a point where that's kind of interesting you know yeah Yeah. but but, okay like another grievance i have about this whole thing is like I don't understand why, like, everybody has to be so, uh, put your best foot forward, um, when it, when it comes to these things, like, I, I, I find it to be, like, a huge turnoff if, like, it's just, like, hiking and <laughs> mountain climbing and positivity like the, and success and I, like, I, like, I like the phrase i love to laugh <laughs> lol like, who, the fuck, who the fuck doesn't love to laugh you fucking psychopath why would you say something like that you know yeah that's the most psychotic thing breathing like. is fun or i like girls who, who say this they like i love to sleep like that's their Jesus hobby Christ. their hobby like asian girls uh disproportionately have that in their profile they say mm-hmm. i like to sleep like, what like the fuck travel. is your life? How fucked up and boring is your life if you have to write down on your interest that you like to sleep? <laughs> fuck you, you fucking Asian bitch. 
travel, God life damn it. and love, her life cuddle away. with my dog, <laughs> but you'll never, I will never love you more than my dog, so uh, fuck you if Ha-ha. you ever make fun of him. Or girls that tell you like what not to do, you know, yeah. like don't say hi to me, you better say something interesting. Say something unique <laughs> with my <laughs> bland profile. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so fucking demanding, man. <laughs> God, you want me to pull like like shit out of nothing like why like that's that's not how chemistry works like (laughs) you can't turn air into gold you can't no it does not work that way like that's what they're asking for sometimes air can't be gold you've you gave me air like and you want gold like (laughs) it, it, it doesn't work that way yeah, dating profiles are, are just yeah, they're brutal, man. That's why I just stopped. I just completely stopped. I'm just you know? I'm just done. Oh with my dating. god, that reminds I'm me. Done with okay, dating. this is this is a this is a really good topic. Okay, um, I, I uh, a few days ago, like this uh, this chick pulled this massive Tinder scam mm-hmm. where she uh, she's been texting like thousands of guys in New York City. Um, like, uh, and got them all to converge around, like, um, uh, I'm not sure, maybe around, like, Washington Square Park or something, okay. like, okay. and, like, to, to, oh, like, oh, let, let's have this date, like, I want to hear my uh, DJ friend perform, and, like, and all these guys showed up, like, some people, like, like, took flights there, and, like, wow, what? she must have been super How, how was this chick? She's, she's just, like, Seven out of ten. Maybe. What? what? Uh, How did all these people? Sh- what was the? Because of Tinder, damn it! I know, no, 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 no. Yes, it has yes. to be more than that. No, like, no. What they was all she offering? What she was she must saying? have been a really hot Tinder girl, right? No, she's just a seven out of ten. Like, but anyway, uh, uh, like, like, yeah, like about over two hundred people showed up. So she, she basically uh, catfished like two hundred people. Uh, no, that this is not it. Okay, like. This is all of, of uh, it's it all builds to something. Okay, so um, you know the guys are wondering, hey, what what the hell's going on? Are you here to see Natasha? Like, hey, I'm here to see you, Natasha. What, what's going on? <laughs> so Natasha shows up with like two huge ass bodyguards, uh, walks up to like like the stage where the DJ is, and like tells them like like hey like. Uh, thanks for showing up. Um, I want you guys. Don't you guys think it would be really fun to compete for a date with me? Oh, Jesus! She have so she had cameras, huh? So she was trying to do a show. Yeah, this was all a virial marketing uh, thing. <laughs> I'm just curious what she, what her marketing. Yeah, what was she marketing? Was, that she was able to get them to show up and even take flights. Um, That's that would it, be my. You know what, what's know. weird is like, uh, it was it was more of like a, like a feminist performance art kind of thing, or at least so far, because um, I think they're gonna, I I think like um, I think it's gonna lead to something because it, it was this this whole setup was actually produced by the uh, the same people that set up that whole like the the. The chick who got like whistled in New York, you know. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, what's that? I have no idea. I I don't know much about it, but there, 
They also made a viral video where um. I say viral. Viral video where uh, it, it just follows a chick uh, walking around New York, like getting catcalled. Okay. They oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember to that one. Together, yeah. and, uh-huh. and it really sucks for minorities. <laughs> anyway, but okay, <laughs> minorities and black people got it worst. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Girls with big tits have it worst. Uh, oh no! I mean the cat callers because they're usually like Mexican or black uh, guys, you know. So, but but anyway, like this, the, the elimination process of this impromptu uh, bachelorette is brutal because she's she's setting it up like it's live Tinder, right? Live Tinder. Like like so. so she actually had like a contest going on. No, it's 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 brutal. It's like she's improving the whole thing. It's like so. Like I don't like guys named Jimmy, so. If your name's Jimmy, can you please oh, didn't leave? It, I think it told, I mean, th- at the end, there was nobody left, wasn't there? No, no, there actually was a winner. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, if you're if you're under 5'10", like, it's too short, bye-bye. Uh, and like, <laughs> bye-bye. And it, and it just evolved to this random-ass thing where it's like, uh, you have to go to the gym, you have to, um, and then, like, um, and the guys. I actually- don't want you to wear Tom's shoes. Uh, no Trump supporters, but I don't. You have to live in this country. <laughs> like that's another uh, big. Hypocrisy. So the guys actually followed be along because I would just be like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, I'm there were ton- yeah. there there were like there were at least twenty people that that followed along till the very end. The very end, like straight up, devolved to like um, a push-up contest and a sprinting <laughs> contest. No joke. Yeah. Oh, what a Ow. bitch. I hate that woman so much. Yes. I, I haven't even seen her face. Yeah. I hate her face. You, you ever see a woman's lips and you're like, that woman's a bitch. You, you, ever, you ever do that? I do that. Because yeah. my, my sister yeah. is a bitch and like she has a certain kind of lips. So And everybody I've met who has the same kind of lips, I just know that they're a bitch. And usually yeah. when I get to know them, I find out that they are a bitch. Yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. <laughs> it's, it's like... it's. I mean, resting bitch face is a thing, you know. Same with so, guys, you know. Like, yeah. there's just certain facial characteristics that that just they're make just, them. They're evil. just such chads. Yeah, chads. Yeah. Okay, um, but uh, a topic that kind of has intrigued me lately is um, Indian pervs, <laughs> like, and okay. uh, specifically and where, where specifically guys, from? right? male indian pervs yeah yeah um so um i i, I kind of browse these 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 incel forums you know mm-hmm. it, it's a very dark place and yeah i think you should I have a like the dark energy uh, I, I think you should have a segment called like incel updates where you just kind of go over the latest in incel news but you know it's it's a very like racist place but um incels are racist well, not they're not like it's their their racism is f- coming from a place of like outrage, where um like they don't care about like the optics of racism, where it's like oh you said the n word, I'm gonna f- make it so you never work again. <laughs> they're more outraged at the actions of racism which is actually far more insidious because you know you can get away with a ton of racist shit so long as you know you don't 
say the wrong things. Okay. So um, how does it lead back to Indian pervs? But um, and it's it's been widely regarded within the incel community that like among all the races, like Indians are the most fucked. And I think that's true. Yeah. I think it is because they're they're Asian, so they have that going for them. That's you know the the, the negative going for them, mm-hmm. right? And then they're also like cons- Indians are considered like like smelly, you know, like that's their that's their kind of because Asian guys in general are considered like neat, you know, like they're they're neat. They're uh, they might like look a little feminine, but they're clean, right? But when you like, but with Indians, it's like oh, they're hairy and they're smelly. You know, yeah, that's, that's like that's like the stereotype of Indians. Yeah, right? it sucks. Yeah, that, it that's sucks. worse. Like in, 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 that's in, worse than regular Asian guys, it, which is pretty fucking bad. You it, know, it sucks. In the incel community, they they have a term called like curry cell, just for Indian <laughs> just a whole different category for them, right? No, they do that for every race. Like oh, the Asians really? are rice cells. Uh-huh. Yeah, blacks are KFC cells. Like it's really, uh, um, yeah, it's. Uh, Anyway, like, um, where I'm going with this, like, not only are they, like, fucked in, like, a physical kind of way, um, but, like, in a way, like, their their culture doesn't help either. And and where I'm coming from with this is that there's a lot of people, like, in rural India that are just, like, straight-up pervs. Like, there are sites, like, like, um... Well, back in the day, there was like a site called like Chat Roulette, or even like on Instagram. Chat Roulette, face- remember Chat Roulette? Yes. Oh, no, what is yeah. that? I don't know what you that don't is. remember Chat Roulette? No. That was the Jay- best. Yes. Well, describe yeah. it. Describe That's why it. I asked. Chat Roulette. Oh my god, it was that wasn't even that long ago. Please, it was like guys, five years please ago. Please tell right? me what that is. Please. Chat Roulette was a website where you go on with your web camera, right? And basically, you uh, click a button, uh, and you basically spin the roulette, and then you just basically get a, a random web camera. You know, so you just see like a random person, right? All and right. it could be like a like a five year old, or it could be a dick. Uh, more often than not, it's a dick, <laughs> <All right. laughs> like a dude jerking off or something, right? Uh, so if you wanted to flash people, that's a like a great place to flash people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, like it was a webcam, a one on one webcam, where you just kind of like you got a you five year old or a dick. Yeah, you get a five. You get a five. Well, I mean, there's a, a million options, right? But. Uh, more often than not, it's either a five-year-old or a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. and every every once in a while, you get like a hot chick, you know, who will, you know, like you, who you can talk to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never actually used it, but uh, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of chat roulette porn. Jeez. You know? Yeah, you ever seen chat roulette porn? No, I haven't. Now, chat roulette porn is like you know when when the when the dick hooks up with like a, a chick, you know, and then like they start masturbating together. Jesus, <laughs> that's lucky. Wow, that's some some good luck, right? Okay. Well, anyway, uh, to to get back on this this Indian kind of perf thing. Okay, mm. like there's a lot of people in in rural India that have that have the internet access, but like aren't quite savvy with English, like of an extremely fluid kind of English, and like the cultural kind of context of english and like you know like just internet etiquette and how it it works and how like um you know it it has a history and a backlog and stuff like that so so they 
you know, these kind of like um, just just horny kind of and and another aspect of Indian culture is like this this very what is your I'm not sure what where what your point is. Where are you going with this? Where, where I'm going with this is that there is a lot of like Indian pervs on the internet that are messaging like really horny things to like uh, Western women like Bob's and Vagine, Bob's and Vagine. I will give you like thirty four hundred rupees. Send Bob now and like what? send what is... Nakte pick and just what? these like wow. really perfect in, in, date, in dating profiles like, or, or where are they finding these these like, girls like on Instagram or Facebook uh, they just randomly message I'm glad I haven't gotten people and like in, in the western world and <laughs> that would just freak me out are they having like, any luck has anybody sent back that's the a, weird a, a naughty thing. pick like, to an Indian I, guy in rural India that's, that's, the, that's what fascinates me so much cause like you know, there's there's like a sea of like free porn mm. in the oh, entire world, oh, but they something. want to they want for some reason they want interaction, man. Like you can't just interaction. You can't just fucking look at pussies like random pussies, right? You want you want somebody to know that you're looking at their particular no, but pussy. Like, you know, we don't do that as much in the states, though. Yeah, like, because we have like access to pussy. You know, it it, it still doesn't <laughs> make sense to me. As far as like like like, why do you want like a picture like like what? They probably want to make create a story, or maybe it's just like yeah. I don't know. They want human interaction, man. That's important. And another thing is like they have no like nuance. That is as, important as far as like <laughs> yeah. like. my experience, in my experience, the, the human interaction just... in the sex is really like the important like, part of it. Yeah, like when I, when, I, when I watch porn and I just like when the porn is just like just the pussy and the dick, you know, uh-huh. I'm like I want to see some face. Where's the I'm face? Yeah, I'm the opposite. Sometimes I'm like, I'm happy there's no face. No, no, no. I, I'm like, a, hey, pan up. No, I want to see I'm face. Like, I'm like, pan down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't just see random pussies and dicks, you know? What if it's like an old dick? You don't know from the dick. What about the glory hole porn? Where it's just like the girl and like... Those are pretty the awesome. Room and then like the guy's just sticking in the hole. <laughs> Those are pretty awesome. I, I, like the glo- I like the glory hole porn where you know it's a real glory hole. Yeah. And it's not some <laughs> fake staged glory hole with like, you know, studio lights and shit. Like, is it like, you know? like wow. Yeah, it's like a real... It's like dark and like there's grain in the film. And like, oh my God, this chick is actually blowing dudes in a real fucking glory hall. Yeah. Fucking crazy. She's making her money. She's making her Jeez. money. No, there's no money involved. There They're doing it for be. the love of dick. No. Yes. Who did that? No. no yes. I thought that was a profitable sense. form Something's of... Something's got to be profit. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a story, all right? I went to Portland once. Right, I went to Portland, okay. and there was this... There's this uh, Chuck Palahniuk wrote a book. like It was a travel book about Portland. Uh, and one of the places was like some weird like sex theater, right? Was this Oregon or Maine? Um, it was Portland. Isn't there Portland in both? Oh, Oregon, obviously, okay. yeah. But yeah, I went to Oregon and then we went to this theater. I think, I think it was called the Jefferson Theater or something. It was a fucking weird-ass theater. And uh, me and my buddies, we go in there and like we thought it was like a fun place. It was like a dark, seedy-ass place. There's like dudes jerking off. Like it's it's like a movie theater. There's dudes jerking off along the wall. They're just like jerking off watching this movie, right? Jeez. And then like we were just like, oh, we gotta get the fuck out of here. This is like just disgusting, right? And then this like huge lady comes in, right? She just walks in and like the dudes just kind of form a circle around her, you know? Like wherever she goes, they're just forming a circle Holy and like she's fuck. She sits down right in the in the front of the theater and like takes her 
panties off, starts masturbating, right? Mm-hmm. And all these dudes are just like they gather around her and they just start masturbating around her, and she's what? like, she's Jesus like sucking Christ. dicks and like. She's not jerking. making any money. No, she's just doing it for the love of dick. She just loves going to what? a fucking. Oh my god! There's there's no money involved. They're just random dudes that were there, and this chick just walks in, and my friend is like. I'm gonna, Jamie. I'm gonna get my dick sucked. I'm gonna. Get, I'm like, no, so don't even, do it. Whoa. This wasn't, even, like, no, this don't, this wasn't do it, even planned. What? This was just. Like, this, this was, was not random? planned. This was not like a a, a thing where. This is like, just random. She, she like had, she like, an decides... appearance. You know, it was no appearance. She just walked in, and just owned the place. You know, like <laughs> there was like like third like thirty guys literally all just kind of you know like cockroaches all like to to a fucking cake. You know, like wow. a, to a drop piece of cake. They just all surrounded her, and they were all jerking off and. You know, people oh. were coming on her, and oh she was jerking God. people off. She was sucking random dicks. No it was way. Not, one guy tried to fuck her, and then like she kicked him off. You know what the fuck? So she was not about fucking. She was just about yeah. She just wanted to blow and you know get eaten out and just you know all kinds. Of, it was just it was the dirtiest, nastiest wow. thing. I've that ever sounds seen. like Holy that. Wow, that blows. That's, and, that's and I, amazing. And I stopped my friend from Holy like getting a blowjob. I was like, you can't Jeez. do that. No, tell tell me more about your friend. Like like just. Like just tell, describe his lust level, like 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 his he, like he's a, the way he's holding back. He's like, an average dude, but like he he gets laid more than anybody I know. He's like well, a very are, average looking guy, but he's like he's got he's a El Salvadorian guy. He's like one of my close friends. Uh, he gets laid all. Does the time. he have tattoos? No, he's like a nerdy guy who reads like philosophy and is you know he's like a he's teaching at Boston University and his his fucking his major uh, was early civic text. You know, he's like a fucking literary. I'm not surprised guy, he's like you know? into orgies. Did you know that? Um, he's not into orgies. He was just. He was, was he just there. Were the women there? The were there women there that were like? There was only one woman there, and that was the the large woman that was just blowing dicks left and right. Man, you so, just so go so to the town. The woman was large. She was large. She was a large woman. Oh shit! Holy shit! What way to Sorry. do that on our podcast? I know. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway, like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense as far as your friend's profession. So they didn't even care that she was fat. They just like were just like. Would you care if you're if you're so desperate that you're jerking off in front of other guys in front of a porno theater? Would you give a fuck whether the the girl is slightly overweight or not? You know, he seems like the kind of guy that's just into the into like just being swept up into a sexual maelstrom. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys for sure. Jesus Christ. But it, it, it was it was like anything. Wow. Who knows what that guy could have been like I don't know why I told that story. What, what were we what were we talking about? Indian pervs, right? Yeah, we were talking about just I don't remember Indian, honestly I don't remember how I got there. Indian <laughs> pervs. Oh I, I told that story because certain women just want like they they're just, just want wild. they're just wild fucking women that want that attention, you know? Wouldn't you like that to have like thirty guys have I completely? I'll be honest with you. Know? you. I really thought about this, <laughs> and when because I, I watch like a lot of porn and like I enjoy porn and like weird, crazy porn. But then I was thinking like realistically, I wouldn't actually want to be that girl. I enjoy watching the fantasy of it and like getting off on it, but I don't actually want to deal with like the outcome of actually doing that act. Yeah, like a lot of girls have... That, that seems like psychologically damaging and horrible and like bad for myself. Then I take it to that that emotional like like <laughs> psychological place and mm. it just takes all the sexy out of it. Right, right, so, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's like, totally. but, but I, in the moment I enjoy watching the act. Like a lot of girls have like rape fetishes, you know? Like they really have this fetish but about nobody like really being wants raped. to be but, raped. Yeah, nobody actually wants yeah, to be raped. It's, a, it's you know? a very controlled fetish if you think about it. That's why it's, a, it's like yeah, the it's opposite like, of a rape fetish in a way because it's only a fetish because like, because the chick has 
a complete control over what the finish is. That's it's why like you a, guys need to watch the movie, like play rape. Um, The Piano Teacher. It's like this this <laughs> French movie that has everything it, we've talked about. Is that the one with the Harvey Keitel? No, no. It's it has like uh, it uh, it has French actors in it. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of movies about pianos that have been very perverted. Because remember, remember that movie of Harvey Harvey Keitel where he fucks yeah, the, the piano, piano teacher. Yeah, th- that's like there's nothing the, compared the to pianist, the piano teacher. The pianist who was made by the that guy who raped a thirteen year old. Jeez, yeah. Pianos are, are perverted. <laughs> perverted. <laughs> Billy Joel, he was a piano man. He's yeah, it's because of those strings. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you can use those strings to tie a woman up, and um... <laughs> I don't think you can tie her. You can kill her. Yeah, and, and choke her too. Yeah. Um, but, but then you can't play that note on the piano. True, but it's it's probably like the highest note you wouldn't play anyway. All right, what else we got, guys? We got on the board. We got time, uh, and we got uh, Movie Pass. Uh, oh, yeah. Talk about Movie Pass, Shallon. Yeah, it was fun when it lasted. It's over now. No, I really want to talk about Movie Pass. I thought I did, but I mean, it's you know, Movie Pass is like almost over. They're getting sued now. They're getting sued. Really? They're getting sued by the people that like they <laughs> yes. owe money to because they never paid them. It's like uh, a, it was and, a huge gamble. Their business was completely based on like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do it like Amazon and shove all these other industries off a cliff. No, well, what happened was work. no. What, Am- what Movie Pass was is. It was a for nine ninety five. You'd get unlimited movies, and, and then, they were operating at a loss every yeah, they time. Were operating, they were so operating they were just at a loss. Money. They were they were thinking that the, uh, the movie theaters were going to come on board, and they were also trying to get money from advertising, mm-hmm. and like even like they made a deal with, uh, you know how you own college loans, mm-hmm. like they would like make deals with like college loan companies, wow, and things like shady. that. <laughs> so then they lost all that money, and then it got shut down for like a couple days, if you remember. Then after that, they they brought up this deal where it was fourteen ninety five, and like they had all these restrictions with it, so everybody canceled. And at the end, when you canceled, they decided to move back to nine ninety five, and they tried to like make you sign up again, and like by pushing this button that says, you know, opt back in. Even people that weren't opting back in were still getting charged again. So then they'd go back and try to cancel again, and it would give them an error message, so they would just like lose their money, and there's like nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. So it's, and then the people that did opt back in for the nine ninety five, you can only do three movies a month, and those movies are like some random times. There's only like two or three movies a day that you could even go to. So it's like the worst scam in the world, and now they're getting sued. No. So I mean, that's the end of Movie Pass. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to that, and that's a lot. And this company's only been around for like less than a year. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. And that companies. was a lot of drama. Yeah. That was just me paraphrasing. But it was really fun to go watch movies every it day. It was so for, great, though. I know. loved it. I love yeah. my movie. when it was in. When it was like like on top, though. Yeah, when you could watch any movie. You it was want so great. At any time, it was like at any day. It was, yeah. it was pretty fucking. This awesome. guy like basically bought wow. like us all movies for months. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's and what people I are think. so mad. It's like, hey, we. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had a fucking good time. Even if you yeah, should charge yeah. like an extra month or something, Man, you still got you still you you went you. Uh, That's weird. I I totally missed out ahead. on this. You're ahead. Oh, it was great. It was yeah. great. I'll imagine, never forget it. Imagine you just have like an hour to kill, and you're like, oh, I'll just go watch like 20 minutes of this movie. Well, the problem I'm not is like another one. You know, like the problem is I like indie films, and they're 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 not in theaters anymore. That's the problem. They don't have a lot they're, of they're indie in films. certain theaters, just not the the big ones. You know. Well, yeah, well, even in indie theaters, it's not like they have a huge variety of indie films anymore. Yeah. Eh, oh, well. Nah. well. There goes that. 
That was a good podcast. I, th- I felt we had fun on that one. Yeah? Yeah, we're at an hour. So. All right. Okay. Should we, we do, should should we play out? Play, let's play out. Goodbye. Goodbye.